Let's read twentieth verse. Trevitya mam somapaputa papa. Yet neirishtva surgatim prathayante. Te punyama satya surendra lokam. Asnandi divyat divitiva bhogan. Tetam bhuktva surgalokam vishalam. Chine punne matyalokam vishanti. Evam trayi dharma manuprabanna. Gatagatam kama kama lepante. Ananya chintayam tomam. Ejana paryupasate. Tesham nityabhyuk. Yoga Chemam Baham Meham Ananya Chintayantaha Ananya without otherness Chintayantaha thinking Maam, me, thinking about me, me means the Lord here. Ye janaha, yaha, whoever he be, janaha, human being, means janaha means any person. Paryupasade, worship, tesha nityabhyuktanam, to those people who are Ever self-control, nitya abhiyuktanam, yoga kshemam, their yoga and kshema, vahami aham, I carry. So, here it is a promise Bhagavan is giving that he takes care of everyone whether you are devotee or not. <laughs> Yoga and Chema, these are the two things we want in life. Yoga means apraptasya prapti, Chema means praptasya rakshanam. <coughs> what is that we want in life? When you came to this country from India, you made a list, right? I want to have these, these, these things. 
if you are living in an apartment rented you wanted what an independent house you want to own your own house that was a yoga because you didn't have it you want to have it then you saw you want what all indians own that what is that odc honda odc okay so a car a family car that is one desire so you are driving some old toyota or honda civic or something now you want to have a family car <clears throat> from honda to afterwards when the money become little better than honda to what do you call that mercedes cars or bmw one or two imported cars like this mercedes or bmw independent house three garage minimum three garage house that a dog i'll sit dog a couple of million in the bank couple of million invested in the stocks safe hedge fund and plan safe so these are the list you made <coughs> our children should have good education they all grow up very well to be proud that our children are the best this is called yoga that praptasya praptihi that which you don't have you want to have social status money position power <coughs> influence these are the thing that we want in life isn't it and for this we struggle whole lifetime suppose whatever that you lack you want to have it for that we work hard if one income is not enough then you push for two income wife also work husband also work and children growing up going to college during the vacation time they also was to work so continuously everybody is working to make what your yoga come true that next problem is what <coughs> after 20 years of hard work you have gained certain <clears throat> status position in the society now what is anxiety you want to keep it going isn't it maintain that status that is why the fear of always losing the job oh what will happen if i lose the job this problem also there because you are afraid to maintain that status so yoga and shema this seems to be our life goal in life this is what we do for throughout our life we are adjusting this yoga shema
If one is less, then we work hard and make it up, and then afterwards something else goes wrong, then we work hard and bring it to the balance. And up now everything, by God's grace, Swamiji, with your grace, everything is going okay. <laughs> then suddenly something goes wrong. <laughs> hey, that day only you said everything is fine. Now what happened? Ah, yes, Swamiji, <laughs> I lost my job. <laughs> what to do? So, like this, but in this country, losing job and getting job is a daily thing. It's, it's not a new thing. Everybody go through that. There is nothing. You know, this uh, Vedanta is practiced here in this country. <laughs> Nothing is permanent. <laughs> the real teaching of Vedanta is understood only in this country. Because in India, you know, once you get a job, it is permanent. Nobody can throw you out. There is a union, there is that and this and all that. To remove a person is a big headache. So they say, keep it going, better. <laughs> so whether he works or not, useful or not, doesn't matter. But it is better to keep the fellow going than removing him. So they will keep him. <laughs> but here it is not like that. So there is no <coughs> union to support you, especially for the immigrants. There is no much of a union support. So you are hired, you are fired. So uncertainty is there all the time. It is a common thing. But because of your qualification, because of your skill, you are confident that you can get another job. Because there is a demand. So this is how it goes. So yoga and shema is our life pursuit. Bhagavad here he says, I take vahami aham, he says. It is not that he will provide you that or he will take care of you that. But here he says, Aham Bahami. <laughs> I carry the burden of your yoga and shema. <laughs> this is very interesting. <laughs> there was one Arjun Mishra who was translating Mahabharata. And uh, when he came to this particular portion, Bhagavad Gita in Mahabharata, that you know, right? No, Vishnu Parva. <laughs> so, when it came to this Bhagavad Gita portion, where especially this verse, it is written that, Aham Bahami, Yoga Kshemam Aham Bahami. <laughs> so, he didn't like that. Why Bhagavan has to carry people's Yoga Kshema? <laughs> so, he corrected that. There must be some mistake, so he corrected that. He scratched it, you know, with a pencil. And then he said, corrected, Aham Dadami. I gave yoga and shema instead of Vahami, carry. And Arjun Mishra was not a very, he was a great scholar, but he was not a very rich person or anything. So I, after doing that, he went to take a bath in the tank, temple tank. And at home, suddenly a boy appeared there carrying these vegetables and, you know, this wheat and then rice and uh, this um, dal, everything. Carrying himself, brought it to the kitchen and handed over to his wife. And the wife asked, hey, who sent you this? You know, hey, your, wife, your husband, you know, is taking bath. He asked me to 
give it to you. And that boy was looking very charming, beautiful, handsome. And suddenly she noticed some scratch on his face. <laughs> hey, who did this to you? He said, ask your husband. He is the one who did it. Huh? Such a heartless fellow. <coughs> Let him come here. So she received all these things. And then husband innocently after taking bath, he came. As soon as he entered the house, she started firing him. What a heartless fellow you are. What did you do? What did I do? You scratch the face of that such a beautiful, handsome-looking boy. You scratched his face. <laughs> I didn't do anything. Did you not send all these vegetables and all that things through that boy? No, I didn't send. <laughs> then who sent it? Then suddenly Arjun Mishra understood. Bhagavan, I scratched one word of Bhagavad Gita. I didn't know it was your face I am scratching. <laughs> And you carried everything and gave it to her. You gave darshan to her, not to me. <laughs> so he was so sorrowful afterwards, he said, put it back again. Ham Bahami. One word you cannot change. <laughs> it is Bhagavan's word, Narayana Swayam. Every scholar in our country, they have tried to change. Bhagavad Gita, so one word or other they tried to change, but they could not change because it has come from the Lord Himself. So, Bhagavan is the entire creation. He has, he has said earlier also, so Prabhava Pralayasthanam Nidhanam, so He is the abode of creation, sustenance and resolution. So when he is carrying the entire creation, what is there to carry your problem? <laughs> it is something like, you know, in India, people travel in trade. And especially these, the, the people, the, the vegetable vendors, you know. Vegetable vendors, they carry on their head a load of vegetables. One lady was, and they get into this uh, train. And most of the time, this uh, train will have a special compartment for these people to keep their luggage, their, uh, their vegetable and all that. So one lady, even though she was inside the train, she was still carrying the load you know, on her head. So somebody asked, why don't you put it down? Even if I put it down, they charge me luggage, you know, so I don't want to put it down. So whether you carry on your head or you put it down, what? The train is carrying the whole thing. <laughs> when the tra train is carrying the whole thing, what difference it makes? Whether you carry or you put it down, it doesn't make any difference to the train. The same way, Bhagavan is taking care of everybody. <laughs> Hmm. So, Parvati had this doubt once. Bhagavan, everybody meditate upon you, but why, to whom you are meditating? Because Bhagavan is always meditating. So, you are meditating upon whom? You are the Lord. 
So you are meditating upon whom? Bhagavan said, I am meditating upon all the living beings. I am scanning all the living beings. For what? Whether they are taken care of or not. <laughs> so before I eat food, I scan the whole creation and everybody is fed, then I'll take food. That is my daily routine. Oh, then a mischievous idea came to Parvati. <laughs> Let me see. Next day, what she did was, she caught hold of one ant and trapped that ant in a dabba, you know, this, the, what you call silver dabba, and kept it <coughs> tied to her sari and kept it in the hip. The next day, Bhagavan, before she served food, before eating, Bhagavan always sit down and meditate, scan. Everybody is fed? Yes. Now he will. Before eating, Bhagavad asked, are you sure you fed everybody? Yes. Are you sure? Make sure one more time. Yes. Then she was giggling. <laughs> Why are you giggling? Ah, then she took out this dabba. Is that, did you feed this ant also? Bhagavan said, yes. How? <laughs> you open and see. When she opened it, she saw this ant had one grade of rice. <laughs> as big as the ant. <laughs> and he has eaten half of it. And the ant is so full, stomach is so full, and it is looking at Parvati, belching away. <laughs> then she asked, how did this happen? So, yesterday when you are trying to close the dabba, see when after puja they put, take some nakshada and put it on the forehead. So that one nakshada fell down, <laughs> that was enough for the ant. So, Bhagavan, see to it that everybody's welfare is done. So the Lord is the one who takes care of our welfare. Yoga and Chema, think about it. In the mother's womb, who took care of us? Hey, in the mother's womb, what is that? There was no way, nobody could have fed you. Even if the father is rich, millionaire, but there is no way he can feed my child. Let me feed him. No, it's not way. Only Bhagavan can feed him. He made arrangement to feed us, isn't it? And the moment the child came out of the womb also, the mother found milk in herself to feed the child. What nutrition is necessary? It was provided. And as the child is growing up, according to the need, the food is provided. So, every stages of our life, what is required, the Lord is continuously providing. So, therefore, Bhagavan says, Yogatshevam Vahami Aham. So, what is to be done? Like when you are traveling in the train, they tell, the plane, they tell you, the air hostess tell you, what is that? 
sit back, relax, and enjoy the flight. <laughs> that is what we should do. <clears throat> because if you, really, if you really think about it, the Lord is taking care of all our <coughs> needs. Whatever we want, it is taken care of. And <coughs> the security of money, prosperity also, <coughs> Bhagavan has provided according to your need. And if you want more, that is your greed. <laughs> and for that, if you go for it, you may get it and you get the punishment also. <laughs> the nature will punish you. So, Now, this is what, have you seen that life insurance company? <laughs> there are two hands and one lamp. Indian insurance. They have written there, Yoga Kshemam Vahamayam. They also written, taken from here only. <laughs> if you pay premium <laughs> religiously, <laughs> then your yoga and chema will be taken care of. <laughs> Bhagavan is not asking that pay premium here, okay? He is only asking, Ananya Chintayantomam. That Ananya Chinta, that your mind should be convinced that what I want in life is only Bhagavan. Only then my problem will be resolved. I will have permanent joy only then. This temporary joy, I am not going to settle. So this resolve you have to make. So it's all ananya chinta. Paryupasate tesham nityabhiyuktanam. They are steadfast. So once you have that, so there is a there is a Bhashya, Bhagavan Shankaracharya has written, Samane ati ayase. So why are you settling for small things in life? So when the effort is the same, why are you settling for small things? <laughs> so think big. So, Bhagavan is what? Infinite. So, the goal should be infinite. Why are you settling for finite goals? So, this is the point here. So, the... the Nanyachintayantoma yejana paryupasade. So, desire only Bhagavan. And that desire will consume all other desires. Nanya chintayanto maam ejana paryupasate tetam nityavyuktanam yoga chevam bhamyam. And this, this vishwas, this faith is that the Bhagavad is taking care of us and this Lord is not somewhere in the Vaikuntha or in the heaven, or in Kailas, or in Brahmaloka, far, far away from us, if that Lord is the one going to take care of us, then we will have doubt. Why? He may forget. Or he has got so many other things, engagements, so many problems are there. So, so many people are praying to him. Our line, our number will be in line. So, like this, by the time our turn comes, you know, 
it will be, there is a time difference also between Vaikunda and here. <coughs> and his one day is equal to our one year. So that kind of a problem also there. So <coughs> that is why one person prayed to Bhagavan. <coughs> and Lord, so many years of tapas, this uh, Bhagavan appeared before him. And he asked, Bhagavan, before I encash my bone, can I ask you a question? Yes, okay, you ask me a question. What is the time difference between <coughs> here and what uh, with the human being and you? That one million years. So then suddenly he got a doubt. How much is one million for you? Our one million is equal to how much for you? Is that? One penny. That is all. So since he got an idea. So can I have a penny? Your penny. That means one million. So God said, wait a second. One second is equal to one million years. <laughs> you, you try to outsmart Bhagavan. Bhagavan is smarter than us, you see. <laughs> so, anyway, so this, this doubt will be there. What? Bhagavan is far away, and how will he be able to take care of our yoga chema and that's all? We are not talking about that, Lord, please. We are talking about Antaratma, the one who is residing in you, the Lord who is the very life of you. That consciousness because of whom you are aware of things. So Bhagavan said, because Prabhu Sakshi, that witness in your, in your own physical body, the one who is witnessing everything that is happening in your mind, that consciousness, that Bhagavan, is the one we are, is the one who is going to take care of your yoga shema. So it is not, it is all personalized. <laughs> Everything is personalized. So he is right there with you. He is looking at your problem. He is looking at your achievement. You are looking at your faults. Everything he is there looking at it, witnessing it. So therefore, if you turn towards him, that's why Ananya Chintayantomam. It is only a right about turn. So far we were looking outside for our security, yoga and shema. So far our security was what? Let me do this, let me do that. Then I can get this much money, then I can secure this much money, I can save that much money and all that. We were calculating and we continuously fail also. <laughs> because there will be always something, something missing all the time. At the last moment some problem will come it will not happen. So you thought that this much money I saved, suddenly some disease come and then you have to pay the money to the doctor or lawyer. Sometime it is the lawyer. <laughs> so he will drain all your bank account. So that is the thing. So, so all these problems are there. But Bhagavan says instead of turning outside for help and security, yoga and shema, you turn within. <laughs> And then I am right now sitting right here with you. And you turn towards me and seek me. 
then I will take care of all your welfare. So this is a promise Bhagavan himself has given in the Bhagavad Gita, in the middle of Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> that verse is also in the middle, right in the middle. Continuing, Epyanyadevata Bhakta Ejante Shratta Yanvita Tepi Mameva Kaunteya Ejantya Viti Purvakam Yaha Api Anya Devata Bhaktaha those who worship other limited powers, Anya Devata, they are also worshipping me. Ipinya Devata Bhakta, Ejandeshradhyan Vitaha, Tepi Mameva Kaunteya, Ejandya Vithipurvakam. Morning, I was looking for a word for Sorga, isn't it? So I got it, he gave me that. Nakam. See, the word Nakam is coined in such a way, it's very interesting, the meaning, if you look at it. Kam means Sukham. Akam means Dukkam, because A added is a nunch. So, so Nakam, if you if you separate it, Na Akam, that is how it comes. Nakam, see, Durga is there. So, Na plus Akam is Nakam. So, Kam means Sukham, Akam means Dukkam. Then another nunch is added there, Na Akam. Means what? Not to come. Why you go to so much of trouble to, to coin a word like that? So they said because the sukham that you experience in heaven, it is not permanent sukham. <laughs> to indicate that, they said this not dukkha. That is all. <laughs> it is not permanent sukham. <laughs> To indicate that the very word itself will tell you that it is not permanent sukha. Okay. <laughs> so that's why I was looking for that word. Anyway, thank you for reminding me that. So here, Epyanna Devata Bhakta Ejande Sridhayan Vitaha Tepimameva Kaunteya Ejande Vitipurvakam so those who are worshipping only Anya Devatas, here means limited powers. Now, <clears throat> think about government. See, American government. There is a president who is all-powerful, but president himself cannot rule the country. <laughs> so what he does, he delegates powers to different officers. Supreme Court judge, there is one person. 
that there is a uh, department of defense that is a person and department of security what you call internal security homeland security etc there is another department so like this there are different different departments are there and each one is given certain powers they all have certain limited powers but all of them you suppose you want to go for a sometime immigration you want to get a green card or a naturalization citizenship you will not go to the president you go to the local <laughs> the what you call inland uh, department the, the the immigration department and apply for it and you get it the same way you want to start a company or an organization or business etc you go to that department where you can get the so each one is each department there is a there is a officer that person is called in our spiritual language devata so like in india you know there are devatas ministers you know <laughs> so mps and all that these are all pg they are all devatas now each devata has got you have to propitiate <laughs> so if you want to get your job done you have to propitiate means worship you have to please that devata in india it is very common if you want to get anything done unless you please that devata and there are certain rules are also that this devata demands so much money that devata wants so much money and it is to be given not directly indirectly there is an agent all those rules are to be followed like you worship devatas here there are certain rules to worship you now suppose it is our dakshinamurti bhagwan what prasadam he likes you know that there is also there if it is hanuman ji what prasadam he likes bananas and what do you call vada prasadam all that and ganesha bhagwan when you worship there is a prasadam what is a modagam you have to offer bhagwan krishna palpayasam you have to give like this there are the rules are there for every devata what they like in what method of puja etc is there the same way the the world material world also there are devatas how to propitiate them how to worship them how to please them there are also rules <laughs> so bhagwan says people worship any devatas for getting their immediate benefit isn't it so like i said if you want to get a naturalization you will not go to the president you want to go to the local uh, office here the, the same way so people also like to worship small small deities for getting their immediate ends fulfilled bhagwan says even though that devada sanction your application approve your demand approve approve, approve your request but that power for the devata has come from where the president <laughs> even a cop stops you and give you a ticket what is that that power that invested in that cop is from where the president <laughs> that is what bhagwan says all the devatas whatever whoever it is they are limited they worship you you worship them they their power has come from me they worship me indirectly they invoke me indirectly so 
Ejanti aviti purvakam. So Bhagavan is using that word here. Ejanti aviti purvakam. Even though they worship, that aviti means atnyanam here. Worship me in ignorance, thinking that they are worshipping these gods to get benefit because they don't know ultimately these gods also have no independent powers. Those powers are coming from me. <laughs> now, this is also can be interpreted in a subjective way. Subjective way means within us, body, in our physical body, all our senses are called devatas. Devata means Dyotanatmikam Devata, that which illumines you. So the senses are the one that illumines. The eyes are illumining form and colors. The ears are illumining the sound. The tongue is illumining the taste, the field of taste. Like that, each senses are considered Devata. And each senses have got presiding deity also. It's called Devatas. Because of their power alone, we are able to function. So, Agni Devata is the presiding deity for the eyes. The Rasana Devata, Varunaha. Varuna Devata is the presiding deity for taste. Dik Devata is the presiding deity for the ears. Then, Bhumi Devi is the presiding deity for our the smell, nose. Then Vayu Devata is a presiding deity for skin touch. Then Akasha is a presiding deity for our Shabda ears. Dik Devata also. Dik Devata, yes. Akasha means Dik Devata. Yes. So this is how so presiding it. Now, these senses are able to function only when Bhagavan is present, isn't it? <laughs> Consciousness is present in you, only then the senses are able to function. So, when you invoke a particular Devata, that is, let us say, you are seeing, now you are hearing me. What are you? You are invoking that Devata called hearing. Here. So, what are you invoking? They invoking indirectly the Lord only, isn't it? <laughs> if Bhagavan is not present, you will not be able to hear. Huh. So, that is what is meant subjectively also. This uh, particular verse can be interpreted to understand. <laughs> now, the question is why do you say that? <laughs> Avidhi Purvakam means with Atnyanam, not with proper understanding. <laughs> if they understand who is the ultimate power, they will go to him, not in the immediate Devata. They will go to Paramatma only. That they don't know, that's why, that's why they worship Devatas. Now, why do you say that? Aham Kisarvayatyanam Bhukta Japrabhurevacha Natumam Abhijananti Tat 
ஆயிரம்ஜாயர் ஆஃப் ஆல் சாக்ரிஃபைசஸ் அஹம் ஹி சர்வயஜானாம் போக்தா I am the enjoyer of all sacrifices. Oktaha Prabhu evacha natumam abhijananti and they do not know and so they fall abhijananti தத்துவேன இன் எசன்ஸ் அதஹாச்சவந்திதே அண்ட் தே ரிட்டர்ன் டு த மார்ட்டல் வேர்ல்ட் ஸோ ஐ அலோன் ஆம் த என்ஜாயர் இன் அண்ட் த லார்ட் ஆஃப் ஆல் சாக்ரிஃபைசஸ் பட் தே டூ நாட் நோ மீ இன் எசன்ஸ் and hence they fall return to the world of mortal <laughs> see as i was telling we are trying to please our senses instead of seeing doing that and pleasing the senses we go to get only temporary joy matras parshastu kaunteya சீதோஷ்ணுகதுக்கதாகமாபாயினோ அனித்தியாதிஷ்டாரத வேன் அவர் சென்சஸ் கம் இன் கான்டாக்ட் வித் சென்ஸ் ஆர்கன்ஸ் சென்சஸ் கம் இன் கான்டாக்ட் வித் சென்ஸ் ஆப்ஜெக்ட் தேர் ரைசஸ் இன் எக்ஸ்பீரியன்ஸ் கால் சுகம் துக்கம் பட் நன் ஆஃப் தம் லாஸ்ட் லாங் but here bhagwan says i am the enjoyer of all sacrifices so yatnyo vai vishnuhu there is a statement navar shastra all yatnyas yatnya purusha is vishnu so that's why today morning i was saying akashat patitam yo toyam yatha gachati sagaram sarvadeva namaskaraha kesavam pratigachati so all whatever like ஆகாஷாத் பதிதம் தோயம் ஸோ தோஸ் தட் ரெயின் வாட்டர் தட் இஸ் ஃபாலிங் ஆன் த டாப் ஆஃப் த மவுண்டன் ஸ்லோலி ஸ்லோலி இட் பிகம்ஸ் அ ரிவ்லெட்ஸ் அண்ட் தென் பிகம் ஸ்ட்ரீம் அண்ட் தென் ஃபைனலி பிகம் ரிவர் அண்ட் த ரிவர் கஷஸ் டுவர்ட்ஸ் த ஓஷன் வாய் இட் இஸ் த சோர்ஸ் ஆஃப் த வாட்டர் இஸ் த சோர்ஸ் ஆஃப் த ரிவர் இட் இஸ் த சோர்ஸ் ஆஃப் த ரெயின் ஸோ அன்லஸ் ஈ ஃபைண்ட் ஹிம்செல்ஃப் the source it will never stop the same way all the the worship etc who is the real source it is bhagwan so therefore the everything that you offer it will reach bhagwan finally that is especially vishnu so etnyo vai vishnu the joy of all the etnya sacrifice this they do not know that there is a story about um, in bhagavadam there were 
brahmanas who are ritualist people they came to vrindavan area one of the mountains they were performing rituals along with their wives they they came from madhura and then in between is this place and uh, near vrindavan and bhagwan krishna took the cows and calves for grazing along with his friends and they were resting in one place suddenly this his friends came up and told krishna hey rama hey krishna we are hungry you are very hungry <laughs> give us some food because whenever something happen they approach krishna only <laughs> even they are angry they have food do they want they will tell krishna please provide food so bhagwan <laughs> so bhagwan said these brahmanas have come they are performing rituals you go and ask them give food <laughs> they will give you so these boys went and asked so lord krishna bhagwan krishna and rama both are here they didn't say bhagwan krishna and rama both are here in the forest along with us and we are all hungry and he send us to ask you some food and these brahmanas kept quiet <laughs> they didn't say nothing neither say no nor say yes so they stood there for some time no reaction from these brahmanas and at that time our uh, sukumarishi is giving a note there say that these people performing yatna they do not know the real receiver of yatna is bhagwan and that bhagwan is asking some help and these people are not able to do it and they are offering their ahudi in the fire without knowing it this is sheer ignorance <laughs> and then they came back and then bhagwan said okay now go and ask their wives they will give you <laughs> so they went to their wife wife when they heard krishna is asking they said oh yes we will come they start they brought all kinds of food for bhagwan and fed him also and on the way this husbands also stopped them but they did not stop they went ahead and fed bhagwan happily <laughs> and then they said we want to stay with you we don't want to go back then <laughs> bhagwan said no 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 your duty is to serve your husbands <laughs> then we they said you know we refused our husband and then uh, for you know uh, rejecting their advice etc we came here what is the guarantee that this they will receive us you know sometimes they throw you out so those days it was very strict <laughs> he said no no don't worry with my blessing you go back they will accept you <laughs> so when these ladies came back then this husbands realized other see our wives are punyavatis they are meritorious people because of their merit only they had the privilege of getting blessings from bhagwan we had the chance we forgot because of our ignorance we did not do it so we regret so they accepted here the idea here is that say even though bhagwan is a receiver of all rituals offering but sometime because of our ignorance we forget that that very bhagwan when it has come and standing there instead of worshiping him you are still thinking about the agni ahuti etc 
This is called sheer ignorance. <laughs> so, Bhagavan says, I am the ultimate receiver of all offerings. That's why every ritual, end of every ritual, you should say Krishna Arpanamastu. <laughs> so, it is finally, it is to go to Krishna. Now, Bhagavan continuing that thought, he says, Yanti Deva Vrata Devan. Yanti Deva Vrata Devan. Yanti Vrata Yanti Matyaji no Pimam So those worshippers of Devas or gods, they go to Devas, Yanti Deva Devan, Pitrin Yanti Pitravradaha, worshipping Devatas, you go to Devaloka. Worship of Bhutas, elements, lower world. People who are worshippers, ancestors, they will go to Pitraloka. Bhutaniyanti Bhudejya, people who are worshippers of elements, like the scientists, they do research on the elements. They become elementals. <laughs> they go there. yanti But those who worship me, they will come to me. Here only our Bhagavan Shankaracharya writes that Samane api ayase maam eva bhajante atnyanat tenate alpa bhalabhajaha bhavanti tyartaha. Say that. The effort is the same to worship the lower gods and me and Bhagavan. Both same effort is required for worshipping. Instead of worshipping the small god and getting limited ends, why don't you use the same effort and worship me, get infinite result? <laughs> this is called atnyanam, this is called ignorance. To give an example, see, in olden days, especially in South India, marriages were an elaborate thing. <laughs> Four days, five days, six days, it goes on. That is why there is no divorce in uh, our system. Because who wants to go through the torture again? <laughs> <laughs> that may be the reason. <laughs> Whatever it is. Nowadays, wedding and all what? Two hours, one hour, two hours. That also Saturday afternoon. <laughs> I don't know how they get Muhurtam at that time. I have no idea. Because hotel is available. Cheaper also at that time, Saturday afternoon. And Muhurtam is about two o'clock. And then immediately after the Mahurtam, the reception also there. Because same timing-wise, it's not much of a difference. <laughs> I remember in California, I was attending a wedding, you know, this. <laughs> and uh, 
there is one ritual there they have to show arundhati nakshatram <laughs> to this arundhati darshanam <laughs> to make them understand that may your relationship be everlasting like arundhati and vasishta now in the middle of the day how can you show arundhati <laughs> there is no star outside and that also five star hotel so these people have devised a modern te- technique <laughs> what is that this person in the <laughs> and the what do you call that yeah mm. roof huh the hall is there in that hall there is a roof right like this there is a roof it's like a dome it was and he projected the sky there <laughs> all the saptarishis he has projected and then this husband and wife the boys and girl was taken there by the priest that short harandadi so these are all oh, what to do modern method so it is all easy now marriage has become very easy very fast <laughs> but olden days it was not like that so many days so they they, they rent a chatrap <laughs> and then all the uh, the brides people they will go there with the family friends everything and they start cooking first they start making sweets ladoo jalebi and gulab jamun and all kinds of thing they make <laughs> mysore pak so ladu is the one that they make and all of them will be stored in one room and that room one mama is in charge <laughs> and he will keep it and lock it also and the key is in his yatnobavidam janoi usme jara tie karke rakhta so one day this man was trying to close the door at that time one child children will be playing because everybody has got their children and one child came and asked mama so mama went inside and uh, took one ladoo and made it into powder and one pinch he took and gave it to her and this children has got a habit they don't eat alone when they get something they go in front of everybody they start eating <laughs> so they asked naturally where did you get mama <laughs> so by the time the mama tried to close the door he saw a line <laughs> of children now what to do he went inside again he made small a little little small pinch everybody came there was one boy standing last he tried to give him a pinch is it mama i don't want this then what what do you want i want the key to this room <laughs> why settle for one pinch i want the whole thing that is the spirit bhagwan <laughs> is telling that hey why are you settling for small things what do you get invoking this devatas you will get small little crumbs of joy Why are you settling for that? They cannot bless you permanent joy. <laughs> so seek that permanent joy, not settle for small joy. This is a point. Bhagwan is making. <laughs>
So, ah. Yanti Deva Vada Deva and Prati Yanti Pitrupadaha Bhutani Yanti Bhutecha Yanti Madhyajinopimam. Now, at this point, we may get a doubt that to worship and please these devatas are easier. But when it comes to worshipping and pleasing that infinite Lord, it is difficult. So, we don't want to take that strenuous journey. That is why we try to do some shortcuts and get our things done fast. So, no, if you think that, you are mistaken. Bhagavan says, to please me is the easiest one. <laughs> so, he says, Patram Pushpam Palam Toyam Yo me Bhaktya Prayachati Tadaham Bhaktyupahradam Asnami Prayatatmanaha This is a very beautiful verse. All verses are beautiful in ninth chapter. He <laughs> says, now to worship small, small gods, we spend a lot of money. In fact, to please small, small guys is more difficult. <laughs> Because a person who is already unhappy to that to please that person is difficult. It is always to a person who is ever happy, always happy, such a person to please is easy. See, like our little children, growing up children, two and a half year, three year old child, to please that child is very easy. Anything you could wrap it in a gift wrap and give it to the child, he is so thrilled. <laughs> this very same child grow up to be a teenager is very difficult afterwards. Isn't it? To please you and I, it's very difficult. 25 years of wed, 25th year of wedding anniversary. Husband is trying to please the wife. Is it possible? What did you buy? Before opening the wrapper itself, she will ask hundred questions. <laughs> Did you buy it in the authentic place? Which shop you bought? How much you spent? If you say you spent so much, why did you spend so much money? <laughs> oh dear, I love you so much that to express my joy, love and affection, I bought this for you. Then open the... <laughs> and it is a diamond ring. Ah! What is a carrot? It is one carrot or half carrot or quarter carrot. All these questions, once it is satisfied, then only you get a smile. So much trouble. But a little child, even a pencil you wrap and gave it, the child is so thrilled. So a happy person, it is easy to make him happy. An unhappy person, whatever you do, he will never be happy. <laughs> this is the theory. So, here therefore Bhagavan says, Patram Pushpam. 
one leaf is not even even patrani is not using one leaf tulsi leaf pushpam one flower phalam one fruit if that is also not available one drop of water that is all he required bhaktya prayachati bhaktya with devotion bhagwan said asnami i accept it with joy see we have so many stories are there so bhagwan went in ramavarta this story that bhagwan went to hastinapur before the war started to negotiate with the with, with the kauravas and at that time duryodhana invited him for lunch bhagwan refused then he went to vidurji's place vidurji is a devotee of bhagwan he went to vidurji's house at that time vidurji was not there his wife was there a wife was so fascinated she understood that bhagwan has come to my house she was so thrilled she didn't know what to give him so what is she did she had some bananas you know what happened she removed the skin and he was giving the skin to bhagwan and the other one the, <laughs> the real banana inside she was throwing and bhagwan was enjoying it he was eating the skin and enjoying it and then at that time vidurji came and looked at it hey what are you doing <laughs> bhagwan said you spoil the whole joy that <laughs> so vidurji's case is there shabari in ramayana you see she was tasting it with her what he called unbrushed teeth <laughs> so she was a tribal lady she was she, there is no toothbrush in all available those days <laughs> so so that spoiled teeth <laughs> with that she tasted it and then gave to bhagwan and bhagwan ate it with all happiness joy so sudhama i was telling you the story sudhama <laughs> his wife finally convinced him to go and see him then sudhama said you know after a long time i am see- seeing my friend i should take something with me so she begged and borrowed from neighbors and then got some poha flat and rice and she didn't have any gift wrap or anything she tore her sari <laughs> the end of her sari she tore and wrapped it in that cloth gave it to him and kuchela is barely wearing any dress <laughs> he doesn't have any place to keep it also there was no shoulder bag nothing like that so he kept it under his armpit <laughs> and walked all the way i think he was in porbandar or some place from there to dwarka he walked and when bhagwan he met him bhagwan lifted him and took him to that seventh floor of his building palace he was wonderstruck and he was trying to hide what he brought <laughs> because he felt ashamed to take it out and give him because when he saw the lecture he felt ashamed what he brought 
So then Bhagavan discovered, hey, you are hiding something. Bhabi must have sent something with you. So he pulled that from his armpit, he pulled and then opened. And it is said, you know, when he saw the condition of the wrapper, <laughs> tears came to the eyes of Bhagavan, it seems, thinking about how bad the condition, how poor they are. And then he took one handful of this poha in his hand and he put it in his mouth. In Kerala, you know, there are chakyar, there is something called, you know, telling story, there are there are professional who tell stories. They, are, they give this kind of humorous way of expressing. They say that when he put this poha in his mouth, the salt was perfect. <laughs> Why? Because all the sweat has gone inside. <laughs> he was, it was under his armpit, naturally. He walked all the way. All the sweat has gone inside. That taste was so good, it is. Is it not? In Chaupati, that Pao Bhaji and all, they make it outside. <laughs> and all the dust goes inside and then that taste is so much different than you do it at home with all hygiene and all that gloves and all the kind of thing you make. It doesn't have the same taste. Pani Puri. Ah, what you eat in Chaupati is totally different. <laughs> With their hand going inside and dipping it in that pani and taking it out <laughs> and giving it to you, that taste is different. In Kerala, after second show, you, you come out, there is a dosha on the, sun, on, the, on the road they give you. And this fellow put the hand inside and then, you know, with that guarantee, they will take it out and then make one. My God, the taste of that dosha, you cannot compare with five-star hotel dosha, I tell <laughs> So, even that Bhagavan enjoyed. <laughs> Why? Bhaktya prayachati. <laughs> with devotion, <laughs> it was given to him. <laughs> hey? Oh, I see. Time for your break. Okay, I'll complete. See, one lady was very poor. See, she wrote a letter to Bhagwan. Bhagwan, I am very poor. Please send me some money. Even hundred rupees will do. It was a postcard. She wrote, she wrote God address. She doesn't know the address, care of post office or something she wrote. So the, the letter came to the post office, though they all looked at the letter. They felt very bad that this lady is so poor. And they collected some money among themselves. They did not pick, it, it was not 100 rupees, but 80 rupees finally they got. They sent that 80 rupees to her because her address was there. And then she was very happy, she received 80 rupees. And then she wrote acknowledgement to Bhagavan. Bhagavan, I know you sent 100 rupees, but the 20 rupees I think the post office people must have taken. <laughs> so, patram pushpam palam toyam yo me 
भक्त्या प्रयच्छति ततहं भक्तिभरदम अस्नामि प्रयदात्मना सो टू वर्शिप भगवान यू डोंट नीड ऑल काइंड्स ऑफ पैराफर्नेलिया दैट यू नीड सिल्वर कप गोल्डन कप गोल्डन व्हाट यू कॉल चंपू एंड ऑल दैट उद्धरणी पंचवात्रम all these things are not necessary please what is necessary is real bhakti devotion with that patram pushpam phalam toyam yo me bhaktya prayachati i remember once i gave talk on this in one place after the lecture there is always gurudakshina so one person put one tulasi in the gurudakshina envelope and wrote also this verse patram pushpam phalam toyam yo me bhaktya prayachati so don't do that please i am just telling that is okay for bhagwan but yes <laughs> organization like us we need real patram what is that the patram means check leaves also called patram <laughs> all right take a break and come back half an hour okay we'll complete the rest of it now the question is if this also difficult bhagwan gives you if you cannot do this do something easier also is going to tell you 